0: Hello and welcome, Read, Pray, Share family. Thank you for joining us for another Read, Pray, Share podcast. Today's episode comes from a Bible study lesson led by Sean Pierce from the book of 1 Peter chapter 2. We think you guys are really going to enjoy this as this is a series that he has decided to pop off and it is called Who Am I and Whose Am I? And today's episode is called, I Just Want to Be Chosen. We pray that it blesses you in totality. Enjoy.
1: Get right into it. So I'm going to pray real quick before we start. All right. So your body head and close your eyes. Give Father, We just thank you first and foremost for another day of life. Lord, we thank you for another day of grace. So we ask that you continue to be with us and keep us. so God, forgive us of our sins and let us continue just to be Uh, renew, be uh, rejuvenated, Lord, and just continue to change us from the inside out, Lord God. We just ask that today you open up our hearts and our minds to receive what you've given me, Lord God. I ask you just remove me and use me, Lord, that everything that I may say, that it may be acceptable to you, Lord God, and it may give you glory, honor, and praise, Lord God. I just ask that you allow us to leave here, uh, continue just to walk fully in the idea that you've uh, given us, Lord, not not letting the world define us, or not letting uh, our situation and circumstances define us, not even letting things that we've done define us, Lord, but let allow you to be the one that defines us, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. We honor and we glorify your name. We ask this all in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so for the next three to five weeks, uh, we're going to be in in a series called Who Am I and Who's Am I? And so through this series, um, I'm praying we no longer will be moved or guessing or pushed by our past, our thoughts, or suggestions from others, names from others, or anything that would take us away from... Um, knowing what God has said about us, what he has um, said that we are. And so um, Ephesians 1 and 1, it says, in him we were also chosen. He has, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in uh, conformity with the purpose of his will, simply telling us that in Christ we are God's people and God who created us knows why, what, and who we are. So in order for us to know what, who we are, and uh, where we are supposed to go. We must seek God's word and allow the Holy Spirit to give us understanding. And so again, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be in the book of First Peter, First Peter chapter 2. And in this chapter, Peter gives us five um, keys that we're going to dive in every week for the next couple of weeks um, that we have to, we should uh, allow to be a part of our identity in Christ. And so I truly believe that this is a must that we do this because if we don't, we won't be able to move forward and move like God wants us to move and do the things that God wants us to do um, in this lifetime. And so today we're going to be in First in, in, uh, Peter chapter 2, and we're only going to look at verse 9. We're only going to look at a part of verse 9. And so the first six words is all we're going to look at. And the first six words says, you are, but you are a chosen people. All right, but you are a chosen people. All right, and so while we're here today, the the title of this message is gonna be, um, I just want to be chosen and accepted. The title is gonna be, I just want to be chosen and accepted. All right, and so for a lot of our lives, because we didn't know who we were and because we were, uh, or whose we were, and we were born into the world, grew up not knowing who we are truly chosen to be, we've allowed other things to, to define us. We've, we've allowed um, people to define us. We've allowed uh, uh, jobs to define us. We've allowed what people called us to, do, to, to uh, define us. We've allowed all these things to, to define us um, and allow us to feel like we have to be Chosen by them, or we have to be accepted by them. And so, uh, the bad thing about being, being, uh, uh, wanting to be chosen by other people, wanting to be chosen and accepted by other things is instead of really feeling chosen and accepted, nine times out of 10, we started feeling neglected and rejected. If you think about it, it started at a young age. A lot of us, uh, was left with our parents not accepting us and neglecting us, or our parents rejecting us, or friends rejecting us, or jobs rejecting us, or colleges rejecting us, all these things that we were doing to try to be accepted and be chosen were really just rejecting us and neglecting us. And so a lot of us grew up with all this undealt with um, and unknown wounds that we have naturally just grown up and became more of what culture in the world and, and what people have said about us and less about what God our Creator has said about us, and let's be honest, we even um, have became saved and still walk in um, allowing the world and culture and other people to tell us who we are. I remember I've been saved for a long time, but I've walked in the seasons of my life allowing what was going on, situations, circumstances, people, uh, uh, all type of things define me, even when I'm saved, not understanding who God has really called me to be. And so we try to be accepted. We want to be accepted. And here's just a couple of things. Like, again, we go on career paths that people say, because if we don't do this, they're not going to accept us. Well, we wear the clothes that reveal the most saying that this is just for myself. I just do this for me. But when he or she or a friend does not give you a compliment or doesn't, doesn't choose you or doesn't try to date you or doesn't acknowledge you, you that whole ride home and when you get home you start feeling like you're not accepted you start feeling like well in order for me to be around those friends i have to wear more i have to wear less clothes or i have to uh, make sure that i got the best jordans on or i have to make sure that they see me in a nice car or whatever it may be we always want to be accepted or we get drunk or we smoke with our friends i just want to be honest today we we, we, we drink or we get or we smoke with our friends just because they said it was cool or because they said if we don't do it, we're lame or we're boring or whatever it is, just to be accepted. Some of us went to college and we got in organizations in college or because uh, 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 we got in organizations and we got into fraction and the sororities or whatever it may be, but we didn't know ourselves and we were really looking to get into something that allow others to know us more, that we may be accepted more to find out that it did nothing but lead me down a road that left me alone. That, that left me lonely that left me trying to really find myself that left that left me losing everything because I would just wanted to be accepted what else could we what else could we then you know, we all went to college like me and we got a scholarship to play in sports and we were really going for the love of the game and the education but after a while our desires changed. And we just wanted to be accepted by the women. We wanted to be accepted by the coaches. We wanted to be accepted by the fans. We wanted to be accepted by all these things. But at the end when we left, we were neglected and rejected. Throughout all this lifetime, we've all wanted to be accepted and chosen by something. But nine times out of ten, it left us to be rejected and neglected. And so we grow up and we continue to live these lives and never deal with this. We never understand who we are. We never understand who God has called us to be. So we live with this neglect and rejection. And then we get kids and now we're pouring the same neglect and rejection onto them. And so I want you to write this down. Or actually, let's talk about this last one. Some of us spend money to keep up with the neighbor, keep up with the Joneses, as they like to say just so we can feel like they see us like they see everybody else. What is that? We just wanna be accepted. We wanna be able to walk outside and them to look at us like they look at the other neighbor. They, they, they give us the same attention as they give the other neighbor. And a lot of times we, we, we neglect that and say, no, we're not, we're doing it for me. We're doing, I'm doing it just so I want to. But no, you really not because then you look at your bank account, now you're in debt, now you're in the negative. So you really wasn't doing it for you. You was really doing it so you can be accepted. And so we live a whole life of really trying to be accepted and trying to be chosen people based on what other people feel and how they make us feel, right? But again, we really nine times out of 10 are left with being neglected and rejected. And so I want you to write this down searching for acceptance from all these things is like a high that you need that is going to get you up it's going to make you feel good oh the little dude told me i look good oh the little girl she told me she she gonna give me her number or whatever it may be oh the neighbor told me how big my house was or he told me how good looking my car was or all these things it gets me up high to at one point drop me down and make the fall hurt even worse. It just was a high. They like me. They like me. I'm accepted. I'm accepted. Then boom, they don't care. The same people that I was going to drink with and smoke with because I wanted to be accepted are now not even caring and have moved on to the next friend group. I'm rejected and neglected all over again. And so The real sad part about this is at the end of all this, at the end of the high, the end of the the trying to be accepted and and chosen by all these people at the end of it, we're back at the bottom left with the same question. Who am I? We're left at the bottom asking ourselves, really, who am I? Am I what he said I was? Am I really what my dad called me when I was young? Am I really? We're asking the question of who am I? And so today I really, in this series, I really want us to leave never having to question or never allowing anyone else to define us and really for us to know who we really are in Christ. And so the first point I want to look at, again, in that first verse, um, in 1 Peter chapter 2, uh, verse 9, you are chosen. I really want to look at that. And so the first point that we really have to allow ourselves to be consumed in the identity of Christ is this first point is God chose us before anything and through everything. The first point is God chose us before anything and through everything. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to all the nations. Before you even knew it, he chose you. Ephesians 1, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 says, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love. I want us to take a moment real quick and think about this. I want you to write this down and I want you to write this down somewhere where you can always look at it. Write these words down and, and, and I put god loves me so much that before he created anything he chose me ephesians 1 and 4 says for He this is the bible he says for he chose us in him before the creation of the world write that down god loves me so much that he that before he created anything he chose me so before the trees before the land before the creation of the world, God chose me. Think about that. Think about that. He knew I would not get it right. He knew I would sin. He knew I would be a full-time sinner. And he still chose me. A full-time sinner. Not one that sins a little bit, but every day. But he still chose me. Before I chose him, he chose me. Me And so there's no way that we can allow what anyone calls us or what anyone puts on us and not even what we've done or any success to define us because God has already chosen us and accepted us and wanted us to be saved before we even chose him. He chose you. The second reason why we have to, to, to have our identity in Christ, the second reason is because Jesus chose you. First Peter 3 and 18 says, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. Second John 15, 16. This is Jesus talking. He simply told you, you did not choose me, but I chose you. So Jesus chose us, a perfect lamb, to die for us that we may have life and be able to connect with the Father and also be left with the Holy Spirit. So while I was out here living a very sinful life, choosing to be disobedient, Jesus had already chosen and accepted me. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So if you're ever having trouble, this is another little key I want you to write down. If you're ever having trouble with this first step of your identity in Christ, feeling like you're not chosen, I just want you to do one thing. I want you to look at the cross. Because what the, what he did on the cross was him choosing you. If you ever have a problem with not being accepted, if you feel like people won't accept you, I just want you to take a moment, sit back and remember this. Look at the cross. Because that is a picture of Jesus choosing you. I want you to write this point down. Do not choose what is flawed to. Ex- Do not choose what is flawed to choose and accept you when what was still what was and still is perfect already chose and accepted you before you accepted him. Let's say it again, Do not choose what is flawed. people, things, uh, jobs, what is flawed. Don't choose them to want them to choose you and accept you. What was and still is perfect, Jesus already chose and accepted you before you accepted Him. Many times in life, we're out here choosing one of the things to choose and accept us, and finding out that these things never even choose or accept us, and those things really desire. To use and abuse us. I'm going to say that again. Many times in life, what we are here choosing, the friends, the family, the job, all these things we're out here choosing to accept us are really choosing to use us and abuse us. The job really ain't choosing you. Because at the end of the day, if you leave, somebody else is coming in. Your friends really aren't choosing you because the first time you make them mad, you got to leave. They don't want you around. Even sometimes family aren't choosing you because it lets money come involved. It's time for you to move around. They don't wanna be around you, but the one that was perfect chose you before you even chose him. And so there's no reason why, this is the first step of our again. There's no reason why we even have to even bother with what another person has said or what we've even done in the past because we are chosen and accepted before we even chose or accept Christ. I want you to write this point down. There will be, and keep this with you, there will be, there will never be anyone or anything in this life that will love you, choose you accept you and i'm talking about you not the one that you want to act like not the one that you're impressing people with i'm talking about you there's no one in this world that will ever love you choose you and accept you like god the father and jesus the son did and does so with this first message in this series i just want to bring forth a question and the question is who's choosing acceptance and love matters most who's choosing acceptance and love matters most and whosoever you choose will determine your today and the rest of your life if you choose people situation circumstances or even the devil you will forever be tossed and thrown back and forth and fail to know who you are and what you, what you were created to do. But if you choose who chose you before you were even create, created, and who chose you on the cross, not only will you know who you are and whose you are, but you will also know who created you and what you were created to do. So that's the question for the day, what will you choose? What will you choose? The next time something happens in life, what do you choose? The next time somebody calls you a name, what do you choose? The next time the job tries to define who you are, what do you choose? The next time you do something and think that God did, what do you choose?
2: So I'm gonna turn it back over to Jordan. Hey man, that was a great lesson, man. Short and to the point, but very direct in you know what we need to focus our attention on. And the question that you ended with, "What will you choose?" Right? And we're gonna give each of us an opportunity to choose right now. And you know, there's no pressure. But like you said, Sean, anything that we put our identity in, whether it be job, family, relationships, money, a home. All those things will inevitably they'll get us a high but they're gonna let us down only christ is the one who can sustain us and uphold us through any situation right and you talked about we all want to be accepted and there's only one person one being who's accepted us no matter what everybody else friends family there's stipulations to their acceptance if you mess up they don't want to accept you anymore but god chose to accept us in our mess as full-time sinners as people who have chose to follow him, who still choose to sin on a daily basis, God has accepted us. And so, like Sean said, what will you choose? And we want to give each of us an opportunity to make a choice now. And uh, the call and the invitation is really simple. It's one is, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to give you a chance to do that right now. Uh, Romans 10 and 9 tells us that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved you're accepted just like that. You don't have to do any additional work. You don't have to uh, pray 24 hours. You don't have to you know, serve a whole community. You just have to believe and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. And the second invitation is if you've walked away and you wanna come back home, we're here open with, standing with open arms wanting to welcome you back into the family of God. And so if anybody wants to accept either of those invitations, if you'll let us know in the chat, we'll pray with you now. Um, And if not we'll open up the floor for discussion so i'll give you a couple seconds to accept or reject that invitation. All right, well. uh, if nobody wants to accept that invitation, or hopefully that means that we've all uh, accepted Christ into our hearts, and if not, hopefully this a, left a, a pebble in your shoe, something that will uh, make you think and kind of deliberate on what Sean has shared with us today. And as an old time pastor would say, if you should die in your sleep tonight and your soul be lost, it'd be nobody's fault but your own. But uh, we love you all. Great message, Sean. And at this time, let's... <laughs>
0: you guys for tuning in to another Read, Pray, Share podcast episode. This one was amazing. Make sure that you continue to tap in with us so that way you can get all parts of the series. And before I close, I want to just leave you all with a quick question. And that is who and what are you choosing? And do you remember that you're chosen? Who and what are you choosing? And do you remember that you are chosen? We pray that this blessed you in totality. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at read, pray, share. And until next time, continue to do like we always say, and that is read, pray, and share. Be blessed, you guys.